1: If you're a tennis fan, you'll love Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one of a kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8pm Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party.
0: Well, welcome to Betting Weekly Extra Time, La Liga edition. If you won money last week on the top division slate in Spain, take a bow. Five of the top six failed to win. Four of those five lost as the form book was turned on its head. Uh, Wins for teams at odds as big as plus six fifty, while Elche uh, plus four twenty also secured success for the first time this season in the league. There will be some regression. Question as always for betters is when will that happen? Rory, an extraordinary set of results last week. Only Barcelona rewarding betters of any team. Uh, in the top six, it was very, very tough, wasn't it, last week? Yeah, it was a bit of a brutal week, to be honest. And not only
1: was that sort of the, the betters in the kind of top six, seven stats that you mentioned, it was also against teams in the bottom half. So it was against a lot of really unfancy teams. Um, Elche obviously got their first one of the season. Um, did not see that coming, to be perfectly honest. area were were dreadful <laughs> and I, I don't think there was, anybody would even argue about that. Uh, And I think, yeah, just uh, quite a lot of quite strange results I think we saw last week and teams really going against the grain of what they've been doing this season, but also in the last kind of month or so.
0: Yeah, difficult for betters, no doubt about that. Hopefully we will get some money back this week. We've got four picks from Rory over the course of the weekend. Uh, All nine games are streamed this weekend. Real Madrid, of course, involved in the World Club Championship and it looks like that they will win that. Uh, given Flamenco have been knocked out of their short-priced favourites to do so. Check the Bet Rivers out for all the details when it comes to the uh, World Club Championship. Uh, they play next midweek, so we're not going to concentrate on Real Madrid for now. Uh, but four picks for you over the course of the weekend. And we've got some good games in terms of uh, times for US bettors, because a number of Rory selections do come up 9pm local, which of course is 3pm Eastern Eastern. In the States. We're going to kick off uh, Rory with uh, Saturday, 9 pm local, 3 pm Eastern. It's Valencia against Athletic Club. Valencia plus 205. Athletic Club plus 145. Draw plus 235. Over and under. Two and a half goals. Overs plus 123. Under minus 155. No Inaki Williams for Athletic Club again last weekend, Rory. But it didn't matter. That was a big win for Ernesto Valverde's side, wasn't it, at Cadiz? Yeah, it was
1: important. I mean, uh, well, we called the win. We did not call it by sort of the four goals that they managed to score. Oyan set got a hat trick. He's been very good of late, and and I think it was it was one of those games where it was a bit of a release. Um, it should be said that Caddy defended dreadfully as well. I think they they've been pretty solid of late, but they they really sort of gave up two or three goals that were not of kind of La Liga standard. To be perfectly honest. And so Athletic Club took advantage of that, but I think it's important for their confidence. It's important for how they're kind of progressing in the season. I think if they'd not won that game, doubts would have maybe set in about whether they could challenge for European places. But having won that, you now go to Valencia side on a terrible run of form, and you've got sort of a decent chance of uh, of putting together a couple of results here. Um, In this game, I've gone Athletic to win, draw no bet at minus 139. I've just put that safety catch in there because there's a couple of things to suggest that, yeah, okay, they've had that big win against Cardiff, but we know that they struggle to score goals. Um, And we know that this is a Valencia side that are also in trouble. This is a Valencia side that are on a dreadful run. They are six without a win. They've had seven points from their last 36 available. Um, And if you look at the two games that Votto has been in charge of since Gattuso left, then you've seen Real Madrid, they got beat 2-0 and they weren't dreadful, but they were they were not great either. And then they they only got beat 1-0 by Girona, but they were pretty effectively handled by them. It should have been a couple more goals. And if Giorgi Mamadishvili hadn't had a, a sterling performance in sticks, then they would have conceded more. And they didn't really cause Girona too many problems. So what I've seen from Votto is that even though he's got a track record of been pretty good over kind of a couple games... He's not really managed to uh, dar con la tecla, which is what they say, kind of push the buttons um, in Spain. And and so I don't really see too many answers
0: coming from Valencia in this one, to be perfectly honest. Uh, Nuno Espirito Santo is being linked with a job. Would he do uh, a better job than Voro, do you think? Is he the man to turn Valencia's fortunes around? Is he the
1: man to turn their fortunes around? Probably not, because we've seen, I think, in the past kind of five, six years that with the exception of Marcelino, there's no manager that can sort of overcome this kind of leadership, but can he settle them and help them to avoid relegation, bring their performance back to kind of the the median of where it should be with these players? Yes, I think he'd do a better job than Voro. Um, the, the, I sort of mentioned the caveats on Athletic Club. One of the reasons that I've, I've sort of avoided going outright to win is because of their kind of goal issues, but also... This is a Valencia side that now finally have had like a full week to prepare this match, so I think that will help. They'll get a chance. I think they had a couple of days off and basically have tried to reset for this week, for this game. It's also Saturday night at Mastaya. That's That gives you a bit more of a buzz. There's an importance, but there are also going to be club protests before the game. Well, say club protests, fan protests against the club um, to try and force Peter Lim to actually set up and take notice. Not that I think they'll be successful, but uh, that's what's in their
0: power to do and that's what they're going to do. We've gone Athletic to win, draw, no bet. Just a wider question on Valencia. Obviously, Athletic Club this weekend, Hitafe after that, then Real Sociedad and Barcelona um, in back-to-back weeks. And Atletico Madrid on the horizon as well in mid-March. I mean, conceivably, going into April after the international break, they might be in the bottom three. Could they go down? Haven't been relegated, what, since mid-80s or so? Yeah, it's it's the
1: question that's kind of on everyone everyone's lips, certainly in the East Coast of Spain. They're not too good to go down. Right now, if you were to ask who are the three worst teams in that Liga, I'd probably put them in it. They do have a quality of player that should suggest that they can get out of it and I think overall, you could probably point to three worst teams in the division. I think Elche are obviously one of them, the likes of Getafe, Carith, Valladolid. But then you look at some of these other teams, and these other teams have a bit about them. They have an idea, and identity, and they're they're winning games. And so unless Valencia can sort themselves out pretty swiftly, I think they have three, four games before this gets into kind of dire consequences then, then they are in big big trouble and yeah I think there's no illusions in Valencia about that this is kind of now they need to sort of yeah put put together a run a form put together a few results otherwise they could uh, could see a sort of club altering club history
0: altering season here well, more misery we're predicting for Valencia ahead of uh, their game. At minus 139 Athletic to win. Draw no bet. So, obviously, if the game ends all square, you will get your money back. Let's move on to Sunday, 9 p.m. local, 3 p.m. Eastern. Good time for US bettors again. Villarreal against Barcelona. Villarreal plus 310. Barcelona minus 121. Draw plus 310. Uh, over and under mark here at two and a half goals. Over is minus 134. Favourite under plus one away barcelona 8 points clear uh, rory at the top of the table manchester united at home in the europa league next mid week we we've talked about barcelona with the europa league over the course of this season well since they dropped into the competition and i think you've always suggested that it's not going to be high on their agenda Until later on in the competition, should they get through to quarterfinal, semi-final, and so on. But with their lead as it is at the top of La Liga, do you think they'll look at this tie and think, do you know what, we might put a bit more effort into it? I mean, it's Manchester United anyway, so they might have to um, because of the prestige of the tie. But is there any sort of factor that Betters should be um, mindful of when it comes to getting involved with Barcelona as far as a league game is concerned, given their lead at the top and Europe coming back into their schedule? I think in this
1: very specific case, although they are going to be missing Sergio Busquets probably for that game, they are going to be missing Ousmane Dembélé, and that goes for this Villarreal game as well. I think there is uh, a feeling that the fixture list has kind of worked out quite well for them because they have Villarreal, then they have four days—well, three, three—and then the day of the game until the Manchester United tie, and then it's carried at home on Sunday. So that that's a tie where you look at it and you think, right, okay, we can sort of rotate a little bit there. But I don't think, we know that this Barcelona side needs to win this season and it needs to win La Liga. I think they're laser focused on doing so. And I can't really see them sort of taking their eye off the ball. Certainly in this match, down the line, once we get into the cup games, there's obviously a a Copa del Rey semi-final, which involves Real Madrid and Barcelona over two legs. That's going to start weighing heavier on the legs, I think. But right now, the Barcelona squad looks relatively fit. They're winning games, not necessarily always comfortably, but they beat Sevilla 3-0 last, last time at home. And there's a security in their play. Um, I mean, I was kind of preparing for this match and preparing for this pick. Um, and I was basically just reeling off the same stats as as last week for Barcelona, but adding their 3-0 win to it. I mean, they've conceded seven in La Liga. Last week was the first time that they scored more than three since the 23rd of october um but or more than two sorry um since the 23rd of october which yeah that that shows you that they've been not been blowing teams away this game again against furyal away from whom i've gone barcelona at uh, barcelona to win plus under 3.5 goals at plus 170 if you just want barcelona to win i think it was at minus 120 last time i looked which i don't think's a bad bet either that's what i was sort of looking at but i thought there's decent enough value in this pick here with uh, under 3.5 goals to say that plus 170 is enough to tempt me into it, I think. Uh,
0: last week, you did split your stake. I mean, this time around, we are going under three and a half goals and Barcelona to win. Last time you did split your stake and you won because you went Barcelona to win to nil as well. Is the fact that Villarreal generally at home do score just tempering you going in on that bet again because... As we talked last week and we can talk this week, Barcelona's five of the last six wins have been to nil. It's a fair price at plus 220. But Villarreal have got a fair record against Barcelona recently and they do tend to score at home.
1: Yeah, I think the fact that Villarreal, Villarreal have the talent to do it and I think almost in a It might not bring too many results, but if you look at the game that they beat Real Madrid in at home... They really were pretty impressive in the way that they pressed and the quality that it showed. If you have a late Sunday night game against Barcelona under the lights, I think that adds to it as well. I'm always kind of conscious of there can be a sleepiness to the sort of mid-afternoon games in Spain sometimes. Um, But certainly, yeah, I think the fact that Gerard Moreno is in the side, this is a a Barcelona team that probably hasn't been tested too much in terms of defence. And the defence has been very good, but... Yeah, I can see Villarreal scoring in this match. Um, they'll be especially motivated to beat Barcelona because of Kike Setien, is obviously against his former side. Um, and they need a reaction, to be perfectly honest, because, as I was saying, their 3-1 defeat to Elche was one of the poorer performances I've seen all season from anyone. I mean, they, they basically didn't lay a glove on Elche in the second half, which <laughs> not laying a glove on Elche is, is pretty depressing if you're a Villarreal fan. So they need a reaction, the atmosphere, Sunday night. I think there's a chance that they come out of the blocks pretty fast and score here, but I don't think Barcelona will concede more than one. And ultimately, I do think Barcelona will come away with the win one way or another.
0: Uh, just a quick word on Kike Setien. You mentioned the fact former Barcelona boss. He's not going to be one in 100 years' time. That's really going to be remembered by uh, many people, just 25 games in charge. Betters always look for a narrative. They say, ah, yeah, well, this is former coach coming back. I mean, when he was dismissed after that disastrous game against Bayern Munich, he wasn't very happy. Do you think he has got a point to prove? I mean, it was three years ago now almost. Yeah, well, it's his last
1: job still, so it's still kind of fresh in the memory because he kind of took a well took a gap out of football essentially, and only came back for this Real job recently. So I think it's still it's uh, it's a spina Clavara. He has that sort of uh, stuck in his a stone, stuck in his shoe about it, um, and I I understand his he was never really given the power in Barcelona. He was kind of almost brought in to implement a a style of play that he never really had the resources to do. Um, And he came into a very tricky dressing room and a very tricky time in Barcelona history. Was he treated unfairly? Probably a little bit, but did he cover himself in glory? Probably not either. Does that matter in terms of narrative for this game? Not really. It if as long as he has it in his mentality that he wants to get one over on his former side, then that will play a big part. And um, one thing to watch out for: Juan Foyt. Um, I think ended up coming off injured against Elche, um, and he's a an important part of the Viral defense in terms of solidity. And um, so he might not be there or won't be fully fit.
0: But a doubt. Barcelona under three and a half goals plus one seventy. Good price. Rory selection for the game featuring Real Barcelona on Sunday evening locally. Monday, 6.30 local, uh, 12.30 Eastern Sevilla against Mallorca. Sevilla minus 120, Mallorca plus 400, the draw plus 240. A lot of bettors will look at that Mallorca result against Real Madrid last week and will want to side with them this time around. However, um, they're a little bit of a different beast away from home, or at least recently they haven't been winning games as frequently as they have uh, home, Sevilla are short price favourites at minus 120. Talk us through your thoughts and your selection here, Rory. Yeah, I've gone Sevilla
1: at minus 120 to win this game. Again, you look at the results. them played Barcelona and Madrid at the weekend. Mallorca got a 1-0 win. Sevilla got beaten by Barcelona 3-0. And perhaps that kind of eggs you into Mallorca. But as you say, Mallorca have won all their games at home in La Liga since they came back from the break. And they've lost all their games away. And, OK, they beat Real Madrid. But two of those free away losses were... And sort of what I was going to come on to was the fact that Sevilla, although they kind of struggle in attack, and they struggled in attack against Barcelona, to be perfectly honest, and I still don't think they're necessarily solid in defence, even if they are better organised. They're starting to put together a bit more structure. They've won their last three at home as well. You might look at that and say, right, OK, those games were against Cardiff, Elche and Getafe, three of the worst teams in the division at the minute. Um, towards the bottom of the table. But then you look at Mallorca and there was away defeats. Two of them were against Itafe and Cadiz. So that tells you that there is a big difference between Mallorca at home and away. I think the way that they played against Real Madrid won't be quite so possible against uh, against Sevilla because there's not quite as much um, pressure on Sevilla to kind of go for the result. So you can you have to come out a little bit more. And yeah, it's just a Majorca side that I feel like the goals have kind of dried up a little bit for them. Murici hasn't scored. I don't think he's scored actually since he came back from the break. He's their star striker. Lee Kanjin has, yeah, as I was saying last week, not quite been on it. And it was an own goal that got them the sort of victory against, uh, against Real Madrid last week. They obviously conceded a penalty. They did defend very well. They were very structured, it has to be said. But Real Madrid were kind of. As, as poor going forward with the exception of Vinicius as as you could kind of expect. And the fact that they were throwing on Mariano Diaz, who, who barely plays, I think he played 100 minutes before he came on against Majorca, tells you just kind of how desperate the Real Madrid attack was looking last, last weekend. So, yeah, I back Sevilla, who at home have got a bit of momentum and I think are starting to kind of come back to that
0: medium to win this game, as I've said, at minus 120. Minus one twenty, Sevilla to beat Mallorca is the selection for the uh, early evening game on Monday in Spain. It is lunchtime, uh, US Eastern Time, and uh, Monday night in Spain, three PM Eastern, is Espanyol against Real Sociedad. Espanyol plus two forty six. Uh, L'Areal plus 132, draw plus 215, over and under here, two and a half goals, minus 200 uh, under, over is plus 160. We know that Real Sociedad's games don't produce too many goals. They're looking to bounce back after that. Surprise, home loss to Valladolid last week. Uh, Rory, plus 650, biggest price winner, if you managed to pick that one. Uh, well done to you. But we have seen them respond well, haven't we, to defeats this season? They are having a, a very good campaign. I can't really see them going back-to-back in terms of suffering losses. How do you see this one?
1: Yeah, I think it will be quite tight, I'm not going to lie. Espanol have not been bad of late. They've only lost one of their six La Liga titles since they came back from the break. Diego Martinez is starting to kind of install a little bit of what we kind of expected from him, a bit more solid, a bit more kind of gritty. And I think they'll make it difficult for, for Real Sociedad. They're they're playing better. And against Ostasuna, both teams received a red card in the first half. They were 1-0 down. They got back on level terms. And they probably could have got a winner. I think they were maybe marginally the better side in that game. Um, against a decent Osasuna side too. And I've, perhaps they should have done better. But... That's part of the reason that I'm backing against them here. I've gone Real Sociedad to win plus one three two away from home because although this Espanyol side is playing better and putting together more results, they are still capable of those kind of big mistakes, those kind of kneecap mistakes where you just you just look at it and you just like it's very hard to get wins when you you continuously make those errors. Um, and so and so yeah, I'm back in Real Sociedad as you say, having a very good season. They should not have lost that game against Via leads There actually was 1.38 to Via 0.86. Kyle Ladin came on, scored a header, the Canadian striker who's got two winners in two weeks. It should be said in case you're looking at betting on Via Delete this week. But um, yeah, it was a game where they played better for about 60, 70 minutes. They had decent enough chances, probably should have scored. And then Delete managed to kind of sucker punch them in the last 20 minutes and credit to Delete, They were, they were good. They were gritty. They were organized, but Real Sociedad were the better team in that match. And I think the fact that a lot of the grit that I see from Espanyol that's starting to come into their game comes in the terms of reactions. So often they'll concede, then they'll react and sort of get level on terms or, or go ahead. This is a Real Sociedad side that are really good at managing games. And so if they do go ahead, then I'd, my I have my doubts about how Espanol are going to get back into this game because short of Hosselu, they still don't have sort of defined threats. Javi Poirot and Martin Brathwaite have kind of got a few goals here and there. But yeah, I back Real Sociedad to, to really control this game if they can get ahead. And I think they
0: will. As I say, plus one three two is where my where my picks are. Yeah, it might be worth looking in play as well if Real Sociedad do go in front, even though if they score early, might be looking Uh, to go under because they do manage games. They do win an awful lot of games by solitary goals. As we know, just one final word on Laria. What's their injury situation at the moment? Because we've talked over the course of the last three or four weeks, even uh, before the World Cup break, that they've been missing players. Mikael Marino, David Silva, Artis Elastondo haven't been playing recently and they generally would get in the side, I'm guessing, here. And we always suggest they're doing so well, even despite that they haven't got one or two of their main men. Are they still missing players? Is at some stage that going to hit them because they're not being able to rotate as much? How do you see their, their team use situation at the minute? Yeah, Michael Marino is still going to be out. He's going to be out, I think, for much of February. David
1: Silva is kind of touch and go. I mean, with David Silva these days, it's, it's a muscle injury and he might be back in two days or he might be back in two weeks. It kind of tends to be a bit, bit up in the air. They are missing still a good sort of five, six, seven players from this match. But I think, whereas I do think that might bite them down the line, right now they've had another full week's rest. And so I think that it's really important for these sides that play Europa League, particularly in Spain, where the squads are a little bit shorter than in the Premier League. You can't rotate as much. If you have that full week, those bigger sides really benefit from it. Although they didn't last week. But in general, (laughs) I, I see them kind of stronger against especially kind of teams that are used to having kind of full weeks. And then if they are put on a level playing field with those better teams, then I think the the better teams kind of
0: tend to show that. Uh, Real Sociedad not involved in Europe this week because they won their group in the Europa League, so they don't play in the playoff round. They'll go straight to the round of 16. A little bit of a bonus for topping your section in the Europa League and the Conference League, uh, for that matter. Uh, that wraps it off for today. Um, our PL for the season has slipped to minus 12. We're not going to go any further, or else we'll go the way of the Bundesliga, which doesn't exist anymore. Uh, hopefully, Rory will get us. Back towards uh, profit. I'm sure he will. Some good selections over the course of the weekend. Uh, I will rattle through them for you once again. Uh, Roy likes Athletic uh, to beat Valencia, draw no bet at minus 139. Barcelona under three and a half goals, plus 170 in their game against Villar. I think that's my favourite of the weekend. Sevilla to win. They're at home to Mallorca, minus 120. And lastly, Real Sociedad at plus 132 uh, to win away at Espanyol. And just very briefly, title race. I mean, surely it's done and dusted now, isn't it, with Real Madrid? I mean, it probably was previously. Real Madrid have got the World Club Championship coming up, which they will probably win. They've got Champions League that they can focus on. Barcelona surely home and hose from now on in, uh, Rory. Uh, it's Barcelona. They're never home and hoes because they are they're they love a disaster if they get into that washing machine of crisis. But, uh, but they do have to be strong favourites at this point, particularly with the way they're defending, I think. Be interesting to see. I'm sure that Barcelona will get the job done for Rory and Alan, who both tipped up Barcelona at the start of the season. Rory, thanks for your company once again. We'll be back next week. Of course, make sure you stay across all of the Bet Rivers content at Because We Win. We'll speak next week.
1: Thanks for listening to betting weekly extra time on the bet rivers network.